Welcome to Everybody's Bad With Money. I'm AJ Schneider, founder and CEO of Beyond the Green Coaching, where we help people every single day heal their relationship with money. Join me multiple times per week where I bring you inspiring guests, solo episodes, and share tangible money and life tips you need to be your most confident, independent, and empowered self. Welcome back to Everybody's Bad With Money. I'm your host, AJ Schneider, and I'm here talking about the five emotional archetypes that cause us to spend. I'm diving into number two, and I actually think this one, I didn't um, make them in any particular order, but I do think this one is probably the number one reason why we unconsciously spend, and that is, can I get a drum roll, Eric? Loneliness. I think loneliness is the number one archetype for unconscious spending. Loneliness is not just about being in a romantic relationship. It actually almost has very little to do with that. It's so much deeper than romance. It could be the absence of a friendship or meaningful relationships in your life. It could be the pain of neglectful parents or siblings. It could be feeling familyless. Loneliness has no race, ethnicity, or religion, and everybody has it. Everybody has their own version of what it feels like to experience loneliness. Most people get a small instinct that they're feeling lonely, and that feeling turns into, I'm going to go buy something, I'm going to hop in an Uber and see a friend, I'm going to go to a movie, I'm going to call my fuck buddy. I don't even think most people would know how to describe loneliness because we so often drink it away, buy it away, smoke it away, sex it away, and friend it away. We really, most of us don't even know how much it's affecting our time and our money, like how willing we are to settle, going out to dinner with a coworker we don't even like, or a friend who drives us crazy, or a family member who is so toxic, but we do it because we don't want to be alone. We'd rather spend money we don't have or be with people we don't even like because we'd rather do that than feel alone. It's not even be alone, it's feel alone. Because you can be with people and still feel alone. And I think loneliness is really sneaky because there's nothing that like can necessarily bring it about, right? Like it's not like, oh, if I do this, then I feel lonely. It's just like kind of there, dormant. And then something might happen or nothing might happen and it just decides to like come up to the surface. Like I remember the first time I felt lonely. It was so profound. That's why like I remember it because it was the first time I ever felt loneliness and didn't react to it. So I didn't call an ex or a friend or my sister. I didn't go out to dinner. I didn't numb it away. I didn't, you know, go get a glass of wine. I just sat in the loneliness and I cried. And after I experienced that pain, like feeling into my loneliness, which was extremely painful, it was horrible. You're almost like, am I ever going to stop crying? Am I ever go, is like my heart ever going to stop hurting? I realized that I didn't actually have to let loneliness control my decision-making. And it gave me a confidence that I could face the pain and it wouldn't kill me because eventually the tears dried up. And eventually I could breathe better and eventually I can keep moving forward. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be able to live to tell this tale. I think I can survive this emotion happening again. So in feeling the pain and allowing it to be real and not pushing it away, I knew I could face it again because 
essentially I already had. And it's kind of like, I always think about this. It's like in Harry Potter and the Patronus and Prisoner of Azkaban. It's in his knowing that he can produce a Patronus because he had already done it that allows him to do it again. And so once I acknowledged that I had experienced this and I was okay, like I survived, I didn't have to go sabotage my life and call an ex who's going to treat me like garbage or eat food I don't want to eat or be with people who aren't going to lift me up. I realized that I could keep doing that consistently and feel better. It's crazy. You know, loneliness is a symptom. It's not the root cause. And so for every single person, like their root cause of loneliness is unique to them. It's kind of like personal finance. Like everybody's budget is unique to them. Your feelings of loneliness is a symptom of your root feelings. And for me, mine was that I felt abandoned by the people who were supposed to protect me. I felt deprived, like very malnourished because I didn't know how to ask for what I needed. And I kept showing up in the world the way I thought I needed to versus like me actually being myself. So I just felt so abandoned by myself, by other... Well, I felt abandoned and it manifested that I thought other people abandoned me because I was abandoning myself. And so the symptom was loneliness. It made me feel so alone, like nobody understood. And why I created Beyond the Green and why I created Everybody's Bad With Money is because I was like, no one should have to go through their money stuff alone because money can make us feel so alone. It can make us feel so bad and that nobody else has this problem and it's only ours and it's secretive and we shouldn't tell anybody and we should try and fix it ourselves, yet we can't. And my relationship with money created such a belief system that I was alone. And so when I was willing to like have a dance and a relationship with my money, I stopped feeling so lonely because money was creating this belief system that everybody else had it figured out or I was creating this belief system tied in with money. And as I kept caring for my money and loving my money and showing up for my money, I stopped feeling alone with money and I could actually see people for who they are. I had rose-colored glasses on everybody else being like, you don't know what it's like to be in $71,000 worth of debt. Like, you don't know. I have it the worst. And once I revealed that, once I started working and realizing that I could make changes that would improve my financial situation, I started to see that like everybody was struggling with money and nobody was talking about it. What I realized that loneliness was doing for me is that it forced me, the symptom, you know, forced me to place my value on helping others, believing that if I didn't fix them, they'd leave me. That's a lot of energy <laughs> to think that your value is only based on if you can help somebody else. And that that bled through every area of my life, my career choices, my friendships, my family, that if I couldn't fix them, then they were never going to love me unconditionally and they were never going to keep me. And so I, there was always this fear that I was going to, again, be abandoned. Do you see how like... It's the undercurrent of the feeling. The symptom is telling you, hey, there's something wrong with your knee. You're in pain constantly. We can keep pretending that this is the issue or you can actually go see a doctor and figure out what's going on with your knee. Maybe it's actually your hip or your foot or your ankle or your leg. 
once you acknowledge the emotional archetype, then you can face it. And like, what's the worst that you can feel once you've experienced loneliness? Like, once I faced all of that, like, what worse could I feel? Like, once I actually got to the root problem, like, what worse can I feel? Loneliness was nothing compared to facing my biggest fear that if I stopped trying to be something, I'd be forgotten, unlovable, untraceable. Money is such an amazing mirror to reflect our deepest beliefs. Budgeting taught me how to have space to process my loneliness because before budgeting, I would bypass that feeling by seeing friends, seeing an ex, going on a date, going to a yoga class, and staying busy. When you budget in alignment with your reality, what I mean by that is when you spend within your means, you pay off debt and save for your future, you are forced to pause and ask yourself, can I afford that? And not just about money, but also about time. Can I afford to see this person today? Because I know when I'm with them, I'm more likely to get that second drink and maybe even a third. And I have to wake up early, go to the gym or work on my website. And I don't have time for that. You know, I remember... um, When I was 27, when I was like tiptoeing about getting my finances in order, like I was just like getting to that place where I was like, this needs to change or like I'm something like I have to make this change. And I remember I was like still kind of, I was, I decided to pick up waitressing and I was like going out, you know, when I would waitress because I wanted to like connect and make friends and blah, blah, blah. And I, and I had this realization. I was like, I can't do what I want to be doing and go out till four o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday, like I'm not going to get anything done. And that's what budgeting, like getting that level of structure in my life was able to reprioritize what I value and reprioritize my goals and what I want. And I was like, I don't want to be hung over on a Wednesday and then I have to go teach yoga or like I can't go do anything else. Like that sucks. Like I'd rather just not go out and that saves me money and saves me time. So the key is you want to just kind of like sit in the feelings, you know, and maybe give yourself a little kindness. It's like cook yourself a nice meal, put yourself to bed early. And even though you know you're sad, you are caring for yourself. Like, can you treat yourself like a little kid who's like sad and just be like, can I be nice to myself right now? Can I like go like take a bath or like just go to bed at a reasonable time because I know I'm going to feel a little better in the morning. You're loving yourself. You don't need anything or anyone to fix it. You just need to care for your feelings. So what does loneliness feel like for you? This is a deep question, I know. But how does loneliness play a a role in your relationship with money or spending? I really want to know. Shoot us an email at hello at beyondthegreencoaching.com. You're going to hear directly from me. And let us know how loneliness impacts your spending time and money. Shoot us a DM on Instagram at beyondthegreencoaching.com to tell us your story. I want to hear your story about how you have embraced or avoid loneliness. Stay tuned for the next three emotional archetypes that cause us to spend. It's going to be really good and I'll see you on the other side. Thank you all for listening to Everybody's Bad With Money. If you have a question something that you want to learn about, please reach out to us at hello at beyondthegreencoaching.com. We would be happy to share whatever information you need to help you on your financial journey. Your support makes a huge difference. If you haven't, please go ahead and head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. You can also review us on Spotify. 
One of the greatest gifts that I have received from getting my finances in order was realizing that I was not alone. I felt so much shame and loneliness when I was in debt, when I didn't have a plan, when I had no savings, when I was living paycheck to paycheck. It seemed like everybody in my life knew something about money that I didn't and that they were good with money and I was the only one who was bad with it. Nobody else seemed to be going through overwhelm, pain, and fear like I was. Nobody else felt ashamed, anxious, or stressed about money. That's what it felt like. I felt so completely alone. So when I started taking my finances seriously and setting boundaries, sticking to my budget, and releasing old habits, I realized something really huge. More than just that I could do it, right? That I could get my finances in order, but that... Most people were just as scared and afraid as I was. Everybody I spoke to seemed to have some problem with money. And it didn't matter how much money they made or how stable their jobs were, I wasn't alone. And that is what changed my life because I realized that I was isolating myself, that money and my relationship with it was making me feel like I was different from everybody else. And when I embraced my relationship with money, it humanized money and it humanized the experience we all go through with money and that I wasn't alone. And this fact that we are not alone on our money journey has daily benefits in my life. And I've watched my clients go from feeling isolated and alone to feeling empowered, a part of a community And in doing so, and in facing their finances more confident and seen and heard and accepted and loved. And I was just chatting the other day with one of July's course participants, and she was telling me all the steps she's already taking to get her finances in order, all the friends she's talking to, all the families she's reaching out to, all the conversations she's having with her boss. And by facing her fears, she's able to step into her own power. And we haven't even started yet. I couldn't believe how the prospect of signing up for this course inspired such motivation and determination. This course, Getting Your Finances in Order, is life-changing work. I, I really, I can't emphasize it enough. So if you're not ready to radically change your life, then you, know, you can stop listening right now. This course is not right for you. But if you are interested, we have seven days left to sign up. That's it. Spots are limited and filling up fast. If you've been trying and working and hoping and praying to get out of debt, to get your finances in order to build wealth, then if not now, when? All you have to do is apply with the link in the show notes. Let us know how you feel after applying. If you're like, this isn't for me, then don't worry about it. But if you get excited and hopeful in that application process, then maybe it's time to listen in and say, you know what? Can I invest in myself for the next 10 weeks? Can I take my finances and myself more seriously than I ever have before? We're here to support you along the way. You have a team of coaches ready and excited and so happy to support you.